Welcome to the Working Crass Podcast. Uh, most podcasts are full of celebrities and comedians giving you advice and talking about the world. And we figured, why not two working class nobodies give you all that information in a crass manner? And that's why it's called Working Crass. Yeah. And uh, this is Lauren. Mm-hmm. And I'm Joshua. Mm-hmm. And that's who we are, and that's what the podcast is. Yeah. Welcome to episode one. If you're tuning in, thank you. Um, if you're not, then, well, maybe later. Maybe another episode. Yeah, maybe another episode. Maybe, maybe never. Maybe never. And that's okay, too. You, um, you live your life how you want to live it, and we're just going to sit here and chat. That's going to be a major theme of our podcast, no matter how many episodes we go. You live your life however the hell you want to live it. We're not here to tell you who to be. Right? Yeah. I mean, unless you're... Unless you're just somebody that you shouldn't be. In yeah. In which case, we will tell yeah, you we not will tell to you. be that. Yeah. Quit being that. So. Um, well, speaking of people that shouldn't be who they are, uh, I don't know. I actually uh, haven't watched this yet, so we'll find out. Uh, let's see. Let's see if this person should be who they are here. Well, well what is this? Can you can you preface this? Like, t- talk about what, what's... Uh, what what got you clicking on this? Like why what what is get give like Well, I just saw I just saw a title online and it said that um this public school um uh they denied giving a kitty litter box to students who identified as furries and I said that'd be great for a podcast. <laughs> well, see I I needed that introduction. Well, I don't now, know. I I now want I'm like kind of be thinking about things. That's true. But if you had like you know just been like went into it blind I think you'd still appreciate the fact that this woman here is about to talk to you about children using a litter box. No, Joshua, I need trigger warnings on <laughs> all. You don't need any trigger warnings. I only need trigger warnings. All I right. don't even watch the movie. I just l- read the trigger warning and then I know what it's about. <laughs> well, trigger warning, these kids might go pee-pee in a box. <laughs> it was addressed by a child uh, a couple months ago that they are put in an environment where there are kids that are that identify as a furry, a cat or a dog, whatever. And so yesterday I heard that at least one of our schools... Okay, well, first of all, it's not just whatever, okay? If you identify as a furry, it can just be a cat or a dog, but it could also be a rabbit or it could, it could a really, fox. Yeah, it could be a plethora of uh, animal species. So I, I don't think, appreciate or whatever. Yeah, it's that, that's very like uh, condescending, mm. dismissive. Very dismissive of all I, the people who I are bunny like rabbits. If, if you really care about these furry children, you should take into account all the different species that they might choose to identify as. Right. Have you ever identified as another species other than a person? Uh, 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 alligator. Oh, a alligator. And what is that? That's, a, <laughs> that's not an animal that I've ever heard of. Uh, it's a mythical alligator? It it well from hell. Th- that's up for debate on whether or not it's mythical, but ah. it certainly is a species and it's 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 a real nasty alligator that'll get you. <laughs> I've never identified as an animal, but I have pooped in the backyard, so <laughs> sex bathrooms a litter box for the kids that identify as cats and um i am really disturbed by that hold on pause i I will do so this lady is addressing the school board addressing the school board is she a parent of a furry child or is she a a a parent of a regular non-furry child i'm assuming 
that she is a parent of a non-furry child because she says she's bothered by this, right? If I was a parent of a furry child, I'd be like, why don't more restrooms have litter boxes? And why don't you have a dog park out in the back with <laughs> doggy bags <laughs> that you could pick my my son's poops up with? <laughs> do furries poop in the yard? Is that a thing for furries, or do they just use the restroom? Like I don't know. Do do the horse furries have those little like bags that they <laughs> strap to their <laughs> butts? You know, like you seen the horses yeah. that do the carriage rides. Bag. Yeah. Do the horse furries get those? Maybe. And can you walk around school with a poop bag without a bully coming and kicking it what over and getting some turds on the floor? That is a good question. What if my furry child needs their anal sacs expressed? Oh. Well, then the nurse would have to obviously put their finger in your child's <laughs> butthole. <laughs> I mean, obviously. In one of the unisex bathrooms, a litter box... For the kids that identify as cats and um, I am really disturbed by that and I I will do some more investigation on that I know well, what's going what does she expect a cat to poop in yeah right why are you disturbed by a cat pooping in a litter box that that feels right and she said I will do some more investigation on this so she's <laughs> hasn't really checked the restrooms at the school to make sure there even is one no she's going to investigate the actual litter box she's going to scrape it for the turds look at each scoop and yeah, try she, to make sure she's going on a turd hunt this one. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's what we call it down in the south <laughs> we call it going on a turd hunt and she says i know it's going on nationwide i know it is is this nationwide it's going on litter boxes in the school <laughs> i've never heard of this well i know people pooping in schools is going on nationwide <laughs> yes everyone has to poop in the school yes but that's I, I, that's going on nationwide. The the receptacle for which one is to poop in, I think, varies depending on the school. And in this particular case, they've offered litter boxes. Allegedly. 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 We don't know for sure because she hasn't finished her invest her very thorough investigation. Her turd hunt. It's still it's still to be done. Hashtag turd hunt twenty twenty two. Hashtag turd hunt. Um <laughs> <laughs> Her, she has like an account and it's uh, Turd Hunt 22. Yeah. Uh, but I don't think that litter boxes I, are nation. I just can't imagine that they are. I feel like that's got to be like a really progressive yeah. school district where they were like. I wouldn't call it progressive. <laughs> really? What would you call it? I'd call it pretty. I'd call it weird. I'd call it strange. <laughs> I'd call it a doo-doo box in a school bathroom. Well, you know. I don't necessarily think that... Uh, Is that progress? We're moving forward, right? The kids that want to poo-poo in litter boxes get to do it <laughs> in school. I think... Is that what's holding us back as a country? Is the kids that have been holding it in till they get home <laughs> to use the litter box at home? Pro progress is in the anus of the beholder, <laughs> as the saying goes. The old saying, progress <laughs> is in the anus of the beholder. <laughs> wow. All right, let's see. It's part of the agenda that's being pushed. I don't, I don't even want to understand it. But I think that people need to be aware of it because I am really upset as a parent that my child is put in an environment like that. Well, I don't get that. I mean, your child's put in the environment. What? What's the worst that could happen? They see a kid shitting in a box? 
That's the worst that can happen. They probably have already seen that if they played in a sandbox as a child. You know there's some kid who's done that in a sandbox. Of course. Look at me. I'm a cat. Right. Like, hmm. I'm sure these children own cats. Some of them have to own cats. Yeah, definitely. They can't be an all-dog-owning school. There's usually, like, a good split, mm-hmm, 50-50, 50/50. Of, of dog owners, cat owners. Yeah. At what point, as a parent, do you go, my kid needs a litter box at school? You need to accommodate my I, child with a litter box. Well, maybe the kid was taking a giant crap on the floor, and they just got tired of it. They're yeah. like, God damn it, if you're just going to shit on the floor, <laughs> we're getting you a box. <laughs> the janitor goes, I clean every day. I have to clean the poo-poo every <laughs> single day. Somebody get this kid a box. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They were. Yeah. I'm so sick and tired of cleaning I the poo poo from I, the kitty cat child. <laughs> <laughs> I find it funny that she said she doesn't even want to understand it. I don't even want to understand it. I don't it. even want to understand it. I, I thought about it for two minutes. My brain hurt. I don't want to understand it no more. I just want to say, I don't think litter boxes are that difficult to comprehend. It's a mm-hmm. box, there's litter in it, and you poop in it. Mm-hmm. And you that's use- it. Use a little shovel and you uh, a little scooper. It's very, it's a very, it's actually very simple. Mm-hmm. It's a really easy to understand concept. Yeah. <laughs> she goes, That's why the children were able to figure it out so easily. <laughs> <laughs> and she goes, you know, I'm all for creativity and imagination. You know, I mean, if you want to wrap your poo poo up in <laughs> in tin foil and put little gold stars on it and hang it from the ceilings, well, that's just creative and imaginative, and I'm okay with that. I'm all for creativity and imagination. If you want to draw on the walls with your diarrhea, then this would be a different argument. If you want to make a volcano with <laughs> a diorama that explodes out warm shit as lava, go for it. We're, we're, we are an inclusive and accepting place. If you want to use a funnel to fill your butthole <laughs> with baking soda and vinegar and make a science project... That's what I was trying to say. <laughs> yeah, if you want to turn your reverse. if you want to turn your butt into Mount Vesuvius, <laughs> then go for it. I'm all for creativity and imagination. And um, you know, I'm all for creativity and imagination, <laughs> but when someone lives in a fantasy world and expects other people to go along with it, I have a problem with that. So I'm just putting that out there. I will investigate more. I will investigate more. <laughs> what is she? Is she a uh, uh, an inspector? In- Turd inspector. <laughs> she goes, turd inspector here for the turd hunt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the federal butt inspector. <laughs> Gotta check your butt and see if you've been pooping in boxes lately. <laughs> she says, bend over, let me get a sniff. Let me I'll get know, a sniff. I'll know if you've been in that box. <laughs> oh, I smell litter. You've been in that box for sure. Oh, man. I can't wait till her investigation comes out. I would read that. (laughs) Her full investigation? Oh, yeah. That's hilarious. (laughs) I would read the heck out of that. Uh, A Michigan school district has debunked a wild claim that a school provided litter boxes for students who identified as furries. And they have to let us know people who dress up as anthropomorphic animals. Um, A Facebook post detailing the hilarious rumor is blowing up online. There's no truth whatsoever to this false statement slash accusation, wrote the superintendent for Midland Public Schools near Detroit, which was accused of the bizarre concession at a December 20th board meeting. So if this isn't true and it doesn't happen, 
where does this come from? <laughs> where does this idea, this rumor come from? That is a very good question. Mom. Mom. The kids at school are pooping in litter boxes. No, 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 no. This is what happened. Hmm. She caught her kid crapping in a litter box at home. And that kid said, because he got caught, and his mom was like, what the heck are you you doing? And then he got scared and blamed it on the other kids at school, saying they're all doing it. They do it at school. They do it at school. Everybody's doing it. Oh, mom, they do it at school. They poop in the box at school. They do it at the school. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, they don't poop in boxes at school. Yeah, they do. And then I imagine that this kid is a computer whiz, and he created this very elaborate ruse to trick his mother into thinking that they were giving out litter boxes to all the other kids at school, and he photoshopped litter boxes into all the school photos. (laughs) (laughs) See? I told you. There they are. (laughs) (laughs) And then she was like, oh, my God. (laughs) I don't even want to understand it. I'm going to the school board, and I'm telling them this is wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. Uh, The... uh Looks like the superintendent um, had said, uh, went to Facebook and said, it is unconscionable this afternoon. I am sending this communication. <laughs> However, our Midland PS stakeholders may be confused about a false message slash accusation that has resurfaced this week and is gaining traction in the social media realm, he wrote. The boss added, let me be clear in this communication. There have never been litter boxes within MPS schools. <laughs> Let me be clear. These kids are only dookieing in the toilet. Only toilets. No sand <laughs> in the toilets. Water-filled toilets. <laughs> the turds plop out. They fall into the water. <laughs> no wow. box, no sand. <laughs> wow. But our nurse... But our nurse is expressing the student's <laughs> anal glands. That That is happening. That's happening. That we can confirm. We can't just have your students with unexpressed anal glands running around the school. And we, we always know when it's time because they start dragging their butts across the carpet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. One critic said, clearly it was fake. Me and my two brain cells figured that out. Which... Man, give yourself more credit. You only have two brain cells. (laughs) Clearly it was fake. Me and my two brain cells figured this out. Now, if you'll excuse (laughs) me, I have to figure out how to do. (laughs) I have to go figure out what me is (laughs) and how me think more. (laughs) Um. Well, cool. There are an estimated 250,000 people in the U.S. who identify as furries, a subculture whose members enjoy dressing up as cartoonish animals, sometimes as a sexual fetish, but more often as a fun escape. And all of them poop in the (laughs) respectacle of their choice. Animal choice. (laughs) Interesting. Uh, Do you know a lot about furries? Um, not much. Only what we've seen and like, uh, like people making fun of them <laughs> in like movies and stuff. But I know scritching isn't that a thing. I thought it was yiffing. 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 Yeah. Th- yif. What is that? It's just y- saying yiff. No, I thought yiffing was like the, like that's how furries get it on with each other. It's called yiffing. Hmm. Uh, that might be true. Hold on. Let's see here. 
We could learn a lot about furries here. This could be the whole furry episode. A whole furry episode. <laughs> furry what? Like culture? Let's see. Let's see what furry culture is about. Furry fandom in Wikipedia. Let's see what we can get here. The furry fandom is a subculture interested in anthropomorphic animal characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. We know this. Um, so what are some what yeah, are some things? Yeah, but get to the yiffing. Ooh, se- sexual aspects. What um there's too many too many too like many. tabs and subcategories. too many categories subcategories yeah somebody really had a this lot is, of time on their hands this is yeah this is a huge wikipedia page for furries like s- clearly there's one furry out there who lost his day job and was just like you know what i'm going to spend the rest of the day giving the people what they want i mean the animals what they want <laughs> And who am I to judge? I mean, I mean, any, anyone can do whatever they want. Um, yeah. You know, I'm all for creativity and imagination. Yeah, I believe if you if you uh, want a yiff, go yiff. Yeah, and if you want a yaff, go yaff. I won't. I won't yuck your yiff. <laughs> <laughs> who am I to yuck your yiff? You know, right? Role playing. The main article is your fursona. Anthropomorphic animal characters created by furry fans known as fursonas are used for role-playing in M-U-D in MUDs. (laughs) (laughs) What are M-U-Ds? An M-U-D is a multiplayer real-time virtual world, usually text-based or storyboarded. So this is like part part of being a furry is you have to have like a virtual... Well, it's not uh, it's not necessarily uh, virtual. Thing you have to have like a, a what do you call that? A, um, well, I guess it is virtual. An avatar, a a, ava furry? Uh, a persona. A persona. Yes, yes. I wouldn't call it an avatar. That's uh, too much. Too much. Uh, too too much. According to therapist Zhu Peng, role playing in the furry fandom can be a good way to relieve stress. Although it does say. Uh, role-playing in the furry fandom can be a good way to re- relive stress. <laughs> that so. might have been the actual way that <laughs> Xi'Peng said that, so let's not make fun of it. <laughs> that may be a direct quote. It's a good way to relive stress. If you had, if you're stressed out yesterday and you want to relive that stress, be a furry. Zhupeng. Probably, uh, oh, Paige does not exist. So, you know, really well-known. Really well-known doctor there. Um, all right, let's. Uh, you cool to move on? You, I'm cool. Have I'm... you had enough furries? Well, one can never have enough furries. Let's. I mean, let's be truthful. You... Well, this is an interesting fact. Approximately seventy percent of adult furries have either completed or are currently completing post-secondary education. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, that makes. And the other thirty percent, the other thirty percent pooping in a box. The, yeah, the other thirty percent pooping in a box. No, that makes sense because think about it. Where are you most likely to see mascots, people um, in mascot costumes? Hmm, I would say, um, at like Comic Con. <laughs> I mean that. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that, is a, that is a good place to see people. Yeah. 
but like think about mascots. Yeah. Like animal mascots. Like sports teams and Yeah, schools. Yeah, yeah. So my guess is there's just a lot of people who look at their school mascot and suddenly get turned on and they're like I see. Maybe I'm a furry. Maybe I am. Maybe maybe Maybe. You know, if that guy can dress up like an animal, why can't I? If that guy uh, can, you know, pee in a toilet, why can't I pee in a box? If that guy can poop in a toilet, why can't I poop outside? If that guy can, you know, <laughs> I don't know. I, don't know. Um, I wanted to see where you were going to take Now, this one's one. interesting. The furry fandom is one of the few fandoms that is not predominantly heterosexual. You don't say. <laughs> What? You mean dressing up like an animal is kind of gay? <laughs> <laughs> what? what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, let's move forward. Um, because I found this really uh, interesting. I don't want to put misinformation out because podcasts are getting in a lot of trouble for misinformation. Well, one specifically. But, um, I, I, but it's I, a small one. It's, it's one that nobody really knows of. Nobody's talking about. It has never been in the news. Oh, yeah, They're yeah, not yeah. getting $100 million from Spotify. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, yeah. The, the podcast that's in trouble? Yeah, it's just yeah. a teeny tiny little Oh, that's an itty bitty little baby. Nobody really, yeah. Yeah. And ours is huge. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> so, um, now this is, uh, the title, I just wanted you to know, the title of this article has changed since I saved this for our podcast. This did say Biden administration um, includes... Crack pipes in program for drug addicts. Free crack pipes. But they've went through to fix this. And they've been taking down a bunch of stuff because people have been sharing this like crazy. Because, you know, that's an insane thing. The Biden administration giving out free crack well, pipes. Th- well, did they take it down because it wasn't actually in the program and somebody got it wrong? Or did they take it down because they realized, hmm, maybe giving out crack pipes is a bad idea? Could be one of those two <laughs> <laughs> could be either one of those two. Um, so editor's note is the article has been updated to provide additional context and updated responses from the White House. A previous headline in this article stated pipes would be included in the program. So I've seen this all over the place. But here's here's the truth, Lauren. These mm-hmm. these they're they're the uh, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services said it will supply smoking kits for users to smoke illicit substances such as crystal meth and crack cocaine. To limit infections among drug users, the Biden administration created a $30 million grant program through the Substance Abuse and Mental Health Services Administration for nonprofits to buy equipment and supplies to enhance harm reduction efforts, examples of which include infectious disease testing kits, condoms, syringes, and safe smoking kit slash supplies. Now, right here, seems like pipes. (laughs) Seems like that's what that means. Safe smoking supplies so that they don't use supplies that harm them. The idea is that all of these drug addicts are using, you know, dirty crack pipes and dirty syringes, and it's bad for their health. Safe smoking supplies plus a very safe smokable tiny pebble (laughs) (laughs) to go in your safe smoking supplies a very clean clean crack rock (laughs) (laughs) um no 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 a a smokable pebble (laughs) smokable pebble (laughs) that's 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 
the uh, polite way. So I just, I guess I, um, I get, I get kind of where this is coming from, right? Because you don't want, you don't want somebody to get an infectious disease from doing hard drugs from a syringe or from a dirty pipe or whatever. And so the solution to, you know, a big drug problem, you know, here, here, let's put it this way. Let's say we have a big alcohol problem in America. Let's say a bunch of people are alcoholics, right? And we want to curb, you know, we want to, we want to kind of stop that. We want to we want to help people mm-hmm. to get better. Clean drinking glasses. That's what we need. We give everyone a clean drinking glass and that'll fix alcoholism. What do you think? I think we should go one up. We give everybody a a a um a very clean and safe uh bong. Bong. Oh, for weed. No, a beer bong. Oh, a clean and safe butt chug funnel. Yeah. <laughs> a drinking funnel for one's anus. Uh, very clear. And on the side of the butt chug funnel, it says Biden-Harris 2024. Yeah. <laughs> With a little sign that says this end, <laughs> this end first. So you know what's end to put in your butt and which end to pour the beer. The end that says, come on, man. Come on, man. <laughs> Get this in your butt. That's funny. Yeah. But they could give out about uh, marijuana bongs, too, I suppose. I, If they wanted to try to help people who, you know, have a uh, drug problem with marijuana or an addiction to marijuana. But it's that's it, a great it, solution. Uh, give them clean bongs. Clean bongs. Uh, but it, it does seem a bit like wasteful spending, considering that. A lot of states have, you know, legalized marijuana, so there's places where people can just go and purchase mm-hmm. s- smoking devices that are, I would assume they're putting clean ones out for purchase and not dirty ones. Well, you know, speaking of wasteful spending, do you think this is wasteful spending at all? The three, I think, Ta- what did I say, tax- three million tax- or three billion? Tax- oh, I'm sorry. I'm wrong on all counts. $30 million grant program. Um, to to give people clean supplies for for smoking crack, it's the problem. Isn't people are smoking crack? They're smoking crack with dirty supplies. <laughs> <laughs> they need something clean and nice to do it in. Well, I just think you know, if the government created the problem in the first place, the least they could do is offer them the correct paraphernalia to smoke it from. Absolutely, I agree. This is probably actually the first thing in the Biden administration. I'm like, you know what? Way to go. Nailed it. (laughs) Nailed it. I've been waiting for the crack pipes. (laughs) He ran on the crack pipes. I voted for him on the crack pipes. And he's following through on the crack pipes. (laughs) It's just of all things going on in the world, clean crack pipes? (laughs) $30 million on a program for clean syringes? You know, because there's not there's not a whole bunch of people in the country who were just fired from their jobs because they didn't want to. Yeah, no, I think this is a pretty wasteful use of tax dollars. I feel like they have a lot of compassion for people who are struggling with addiction, and that's a great thing. Mm -hmm. But I don't think this is the tactic to curb it. And in fact, Probably what? Will it- what are you talking about? What are you talking about? So many people struggle with addiction every single year, and all they need to help them is clean paraphernalia. 
well, as soon as they got it clean, they were just like, just don't taste the same no more. <laughs> Used to taste like my old crack. Now it tastes like Biden crack. This Biden crack don't taste right no more. Yeah. No, I just, I think this is the wrong tactic to help solve that issue. And I think it's wasting money that could be going elsewhere for things people actually need. I also think this might be because does, doesn't his son have like some issues with substance abuse and Oh, that's like, right. Like they kind of try and sweep that under the rug. Like yeah. they don't want people to know that I know. Yeah. Like they they'll suppress stories about that for sure. Yeah. But I kind of think maybe there's something like Yeah. There might be something there. My son needs a clean pipe, man. God, <laughs> God damn it. He's smoking out of them dirty pipes again. Just get to the tax dollars. Get him a clean pipe. <laughs> I think it's the right time to do this, though, you know, because, you know, gas prices are low. <laughs> groceries are cheap. And and crack is on the rise. <laughs> <laughs> we have the money to spend on this, you know? That's what that's the thing. Is like we're we have a bit of excess, right? We're not we're not in debt. <laughs> no, we're not we, in debt. There's zero inflation. Yes. Um there everybody has jobs. There's Everyone no, has jobs. Nobody's nobody unemployed. Who, yeah, there's nobody unemployed. Everybody has a job. The economy? Great. It better than great. <laughs> better than ever. The economy is winning. Yeah. It's winning. But let's get those uh let's get those crack pipes. <laughs> let's get the crack pipes going. You were doing really well. Let's get those crack pipes out to the people. Um, now, I'm sorry, because it does clearly state that crack pipes are not included. No federal funding will be used directly or through subsequent reimbursement of of grantees to put pipes in safe smoking kits. But the, what's interesting in this is, like, what do the safe smoking kits include? Surely, what what else does one smoke out of? <laughs> Particularly... Crack. <laughs> they're not. The, the White House makes an official statement of there. They're not pipes. They're one hitters. You put. <laughs> it looks like a little cigarette, but you put a little bit of the crack at the tip of it, and you just get one good hit. It's not a pipe. It's not a pipe per se. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, I love how they include syringes in there too. It's just like, well, that's is that not just as bad as the pipe for the crack addicts? Is the syringe for the heroin addicts? I mean, I, I. It's better than them using a dirty syringe, sure. Yeah, I think it's better than that. I still don't. Again, I just don't know if that's the way that you curb the addiction problem in the first place. I feel like that's just. Well, what are they going to do? What are they going to do? Spend money on rehabilitation programs? No, no, that's insane. That's insane. That's insane. That wouldn't why, work. Why would you do that? Yeah. Why would you invest invest in <laughs> invest in counselors and for for people who with addiction? That's insane. Why would no. you do that? No. No. God. Clean God, no. clean oh crack pipes. Oh clean God. syringes. Oh my God. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah. No. I. Yeah. I just. I feel like in some ways it's almost enabling people. It's kind of just like saying. Hey, we, not just we in some ways, in all ways. This is you're right. In people. all ways, not some ways, always. It's it's definitely saying, uh, by no means stop what you're stop the behavior that you're engaged in, but 
just do it safely. Yep. Yep. Just do it quietly, out of our sight, out of mind. Mm-hmm. Just don't die on our watch. Yeah, that's really it. Just don't die on our watch. That's that's pretty much what yeah. this is. Rather than like, we're going to invest money in getting like mental health counselors out there to mm-hmm. help people. Because uh, isn't that like the root of most people's addiction problems? It's some underlying mental health. Yes. You yes. know, crises that they're dealing with, and the 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 drug really is just the drug is an es- escape. It's coping. Yeah, it's their coping. coping. And then it becomes a problem because there's, you know. I mean, yes, you could say that the root of the problem is mental health, but I would say the root of the problem is those dirty pipes <laughs> and those <laughs> dirty syringes. I would say the root of the problem is is that none of these people were given a litter box as a child, <laughs> <laughs> and they all just want a place to poop, and because they don't have that, they 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 became depressed, <laughs> and they, they got into the drugs, they got into the crack game, and this is where we're at. <laughs> That's right. The The Biden administration will get my vote in 2024 if they can provide clean litter boxes to the furry children in school. Yes. Now there is something I will get behind. Absolutely. And I want to see your $30 million spent on that. All right. And when I say get behind, I mean get my behind on one of those litter boxes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, I like it. <laughs> um, oh, man, that's hilarious. But that is, I do find it very funny. Like, I feel like this administration in particular, it's it's just a comedy of errors. Just. Oh, absolutely. Just every single thing that they could do to screw up in a hilarious way, they're doing it. Yes. <laughs> Um, As outlined in Biden's executive order um, and instructed, the federal government should pursue a comprehensive approach to advancing equity for all, including people of color and others who have been historically underserved, marginalized and adversely affected by persistent poverty and inequality. And what we need is clean crack pipes and syringes. That's how we achieve equity, Lauren. Did you know that? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know that? Yeah, because as you know, all minority people living in poverty <laughs> smoke crack. <laughs> according to the Biden administration, I didn't say that. The, uh, yeah, the Biden, we didn't say it. The, the Biden, Biden administration. administration said that. They said, Joe, 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 we have to help the marginalized communities. And he goes, well, we better start by cleaning their crack pipes because that's <laughs> all they like. Those dirty crack pipes are the problem. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. It's a little bit, I don't know. How do we help people of color? Well, first of all, clean up those crack pipes. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's something a little like, yeah. you know. Just oh, I know. Not a little, a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. It's a, a lot. lot uh, kind of slimy and, um, I don't know, it's. They're 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 me they're me. I don't know. It's just backwards. It's it backwards. It is backwards. Well, um, yeah. Let's move on. Let's move on to something else. I was gonna try and say something intelligent, but my mind just really just blank 
blanked out there at the end, but it's okay. You're smoking your crack out of a dirty pipe. You gotta get a clean pipe. I need pipe. a clean pipe so my brain can work good. You so I can be equal with my brothers and sisters. You need a clean pipe and a sandy dump. <laughs> 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 All right, cool. Um, moving on. Uh, we were talking earlier about a really tiny little podcast that's in some trouble. And uh, I wanted to watch one of our favorite shows, which is a big, mighty, famous show. And he w- and he's talking about this small little podcast that we were talking about it's earlier. It's the teeny tiny little teeny tiny podcast. Teeny tiny little podcast that's yeah, in itty trouble. Itty bitty, itty bitty, teeny tiny little. Nobody watches it. <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's see here. We'll stop as we go. Joe Rogan, the scariest thing to come out of the show Fear Factor. After a week of scandal surrounding his anti-vaccine podcasts, Joe Rogan is still in the news, which is rare in America. I mean, in this country, news cycles are here today, gone tomorrow. Breaking news, dinosaurs have come back from the dead and are destroying cities around the globe. All right, moving on. Kim and Kanye are fighting again. Now, if you, if you... What just happened? Now, that's comedy. Now, that's relatable, funny stuff that I like, that that I actually like that kind of stuff. That's what that was. Yeah. That's what... Uh, I'm so... Oh, okay. Yes. But the joke was is that Joe Rogan is still in the news cycle, um, even though usually we move on from things very, very quickly. Um, what that has to do with what he... what The joke he made... Uh, I mean, I get it, but it's just a terrible joke. Anyway, isn't he perpetuating keeping Joe Rogan in the news cycle by talking about him on his comedy news show oh no no no, <laughs> no. What? it's like um, it's... um 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 an entertainer on a, a comedy program a late night program talking about a current event yeah a, a public figure over and over and over and making jokes is keeping the story going yeah and you know what no i want to clarify like right away i like trevor noah i think he's a funny stand-up comedian i think he's a funny guy his writers on this show are garbage morons who cannot write a joke to save their lives. That's I. Uh, Trevor Noah is a very talented person. I we've we've gone and seen uh, Trevor Noah perform. Yeah, mo- we, we have uh, multiple seen times. Trevor Noah do stand up several times and, and laughed. It was impressive. His stand up was good. Although we haven't seen any of his new stand up. Well, now that he's a Viacom puppet. We haven't really seen any of the new stuff. So, I mean, I, I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's still uh, doing, you know, great stuff. I don't but know. the Trevor Noah that we saw bef- prior to this, mm-hmm. it was genuinely funny and yeah. had some great jokes. I really did like a lot of like his autobiographical mm-hmm. jokes and kind of like pointing out, you know, the absurdities of what it's like to be an immigrant in America. And his book is great life too. Life in South Africa, like. I, I do think he genuinely had funny material. He has an interesting point of view. He has, um, a, he's really thoughtful. The The weird thing is watching him on this show regurgitate completely unthoughtful jokes. Right. And, and just bored, tired, overused premises. And and stuff that's just like pop culture references that's not even and always kind of the mainstream take mm. on everything. Oh, yeah, like the opinion that that you're supposed to have is the one that they 
will endorse, which feels kind of opposite of what Jon Stewart's uh, Daily Show was. Jon Stewart mm-hmm. felt more like he would at least, you know, challenge mainstream opinion a bit, push back, kind of point out the stupidity of all sides. Yeah, yeah. Sorry if you hear the siren in the background. We're, we're they're coming for our crack pipes. <laughs> coming for our crack pipes. <laughs> coming for our crack pipes. <laughs> yeah, that's the Biden administration. <laughs> they can they can smell coming, the dirty crack they're pipes. Take my dirty crack pipe away. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I you know uh, th- that's the thing about like comedy too that I I appreciate about comedy is when it's unexpected. It takes yeah. a turn that you didn't expect. When you make the lowest common denominator choice, when it's a safe choice that you make in comedy, there's nothing unexpected, so you don't laugh. Like, well, it's like you're saying funny. the thing that you know will get approval from your audience rather than saying something that could potentially be a risk. And uh, I didn't create this, and we didn't create this, but it's been called several times. It's not laughter. It's clapter. Right. It's 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 not, ha, 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 that's a funny joke. It's like, ha, ha, woo! You, it's, you it's, have the same opinion as me. Yeah. 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 It's it's no different than like uh, Trump's rallies and the the people in Trump's rally. And yeah, when he says something, the they go, yeah, hell yeah. Too. It's the same. Thing. Be- it's, it comes from all sides. People on the right do it. People on the left do it. It's, it's really just it's it's team, you know, uh, mentality, tribal uh, mentality where it's like you've said the thing that represents the team that I'm on. Yeah. Yeah. You got up on stage and you said, hoo ha ha. And we all went, hoo ha ha. <laughs> you got it. That was exactly yeah. what I was thinking when I it's, said that. It's a tribal. T- it's, it's tribal. Do right, you remember see. the whole reason that Joe Rogan got into trouble in the first place was because rock legend Neil yeah. Young said that he refused to be on the same platform as Joe Rogan if Joe Rogan was going to be spreading lies about vaccines. That's the first thing Joe Rogan got in trouble for? He got in trouble because of Neil Young? Yeah, Neil Young came over and he spanked Joe Rogan on his little Joe Rogan bottom. He was like, you've been a bad boy. That'll show you to talk about the vaccines. (laughs) (laughs) He spanks him over and over. (laughs) Someone's been a bad kitty. Bad, bad kitty. You did not use your litter box. You go poop in that litter box. (laughs) So then, because of the backlash, Joe Rogan apologized. And a lot of people were like, okay, okay, we're moving in the right direction. Even I just wanted to say that he complained that Joe, that bringing up the Joe Rogan story still being the news is kind of a bad thing, (laughs) but let me just for a, a a solid couple of minutes here give you a play-by-play of what exactly has taken place every day for the past week. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> but by no means am I also perpetuating the story cycling yes. through the news. Yes. <laughs> this just in. We're still talking about Joe Rogan. This just in. I am currently talking about <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Joe Rogan right now. This joke is about that. <laughs> this just in. Yesterday I talked about Joe Rogan. Today I'm still talking about Joe Rogan. And tomorrow I will also be talking about <laughs> Joe Rogan. <laughs> this just in. Can you believe how much I've been talking about Joe Rogan? Breaking news alert, I will be talking about Joe Rogan in approximately 30 seconds. (laughs) (laughs) The Rock was like, great job, Joe Rogan. Let's grab a drink. But just before Joe Rogan could get that drink, another musician, India Ari, I am not my hair. Well, she put out her own video. Was that supposed to make me know who the fuck that is? 
was him going, I am not my hair. Well, is that, am I supposed to know who the fuck that is? As soon as he said India it. India R.E.? Do you know who that is? Yeah, as soon as he said that, I was like, yeah. <laughs> thank, I was like, thank, thank you for a second. I thought she was somebody else. But since you clarified with that, got it. Um, no, I, I assume she's, I don't know, probably uh, an R&B singer. And I, I just, I'm not quite familiar with that genre. Oh, she's just probably R&B. Yeah, I think oh, so. Interesting. Interesting you would think that. Why? What? You you don't look at her and think that maybe she produces ska music? She could be. She could be. <laughs> All right. I just Line assume R&B is a very popular <laughs> genre. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Look, okay. I, I kind of think maybe she was like part of... Um, what was that band that was kind of popular in like the 90s, 2000s? I think Lauren Hill was uh, in it. I don't know. See, I, don't know. I just, I don't know a lot of popular music. I'm sorry. Me neither, but I'm not convinced it's popular. Like, I, I don't think it's popular because more people listen to it. I think it's popular in this little sub-niche little category of people. I, I saw him earlier... Uh, Trevor Noah talked about this in another video where he said that the problem with Joe Rogan is that he was fringe and now he's mainstream and he could get away with all this stuff if he was still fringe but Spotify gave him all the money and brought him into the mainstream and that's why he's having problems I would argue that he would have never actually gotten the Spotify deal if he wasn't mainstream. If Because so many people are drawn to what he does is the reason why he got $100 million from Spotify. And that's why, and that is what kind of creates mainstream. Whereas this, The Daily Show, is quote-unquote mainstream because it's on network television, but no one's watching it. I mean, if you look at the numbers... The only thing that is mainstream is Joe Rogan. Everything else is is getting is dwarfed by Joe Rogan's yeah. numbers. But it's but the problem is is that this they think that everybody thinks there's this whole elite group of people that are getting no support from actual people. It's it's just this bubble of we are what culture and society is and it's twitter as well twitter like i think ties into that because they all it's just a group of blue check people we're not on twitter we don't tweet during the day we don't we don't go through and consider the national conversation i have no twitter and i have no instagram because i don't like people to find me yeah i'm like a hermit in a cave i don't have a twitter (laughs) but and maybe we'll make a twitter for this podcast specifically but not like for us to tweet our personal thoughts and opinions out there the problem is is i think the people who are on twitter and use that as their like regurgitation to regurgitate all of their ideas to each other they think that that is culture and that's the and the problem with that as well is these shows on Viacom or that Viacom owns, whether it's Daily Show or news networks, actually use tweets to say the culture is saying this. Yeah. Everyone's been saying this, but most people are not using Twitter to uh, to voice their opinion for a big reason being because most opinions are not allowed. Except yeah. the one true opinion. I wonder, and I, if it's the terminology right now is is doesn't accurately reflect the the 
the the spaces that people are consuming media in that and i think you've mentioned this to me once but it's like what because by the media's definition daily show is considered mainstream correct Mm -hmm. yes but maybe that's not really what it should be called that's more like this is the corporate thing versus joe rogan has whatever the opposite of corporate would be corporate versus independent corporate versus the cool guy (laughs) (laughs) whatever you would call the opposite of corporate yeah yeah independent um but i think that's the distinction here yeah uh, I've I've always said I mean instead of corporate like for art specifically so I like for I see comedy as art I don't really think the news is art but like comedy is an art form music is an art form um like comedy TV shows in general too uh I I consider those corporate shows they are art by committee and so it is art by a group of people that have been appointed to all get their ideas put together and then they all have to kind of fight each other. And that's why none of it is good anymore. There there used to be, I think. But what's the opposite of art by committee? Uh, uh, creator driven content. So yeah, I think it's that's like, it's got to be it's committee. This is committee driven versus creator driven. Mm-hmm, where absolutely. Joe Rogan's is much more creator driven because South Park is creator driven. Right, right, right. And and that doesn't mean that they don't have a writer's room. It's just that the creators of the content, the creators of the actual thing that they're making, have the final say in everything. Right. Um, whereas, whereas as the as this particular show, like Daily Show, they're beholden to whoever is on that committee. What what their vision for what your jokes should look like, the information that you produce should, what opinions it should include. Mm-hmm. That's why, You're like, beholden to that. when you used to watch Jon Stewart or Colbert, it would feel like, it would feel like them talking to you often. Well, Jon Stewart, wasn't he, I mean, I remember reading in the uh, book that yeah. he, the, his, oral like, history. daily show, yeah, the oral anthology, oral history. Oral history, the daily show. It's a yeah. good book. But he was very much, like, hands-on in like almost every facet of the show Mm -hmm. there wasn't like an area of the show that he didn't put input for yep that's yeah that's absolutely correct or it's i really doubt it's like that now i really doubt because the push and and i understand this the push is to say well we want to give more people voices not everyone's voice isn't being represented on on television but if it's just an accumulation of a bunch of different voices, then this actually speaks to no one. Like, because it's not authentic. It's so inauthentic and and fractured. Some things feel like Trevor Noah. Some things feel like some writer had some stupid joke about pop culture and it's completely fractured and no one can relate to it. Where I actually think good art that's that's creator-driven, because it's creator-driven, it's usually authentic to right. the that person's experience right. and usually it's not because of some arbitrary line like uh, uh like uh race or ethnicity or or sexuality it's usually about the human experience and that's why anybody can relate to the story um because it's it's about being human it's about the like the yeah. pitfalls of being a human being i think like part of why people really gravitate to- towards joe rogan's show is that it does come across as being very authentic mm-hmm. because he's asking a lot of questions that are on his mind 
in a kind of unfiltered um, way that presents himself as like he doesn't have all the answers. He's just trying to learn like everybody else. I think that's the biggest like misconception that people that are like that think Joe Rogan should be taken down. Like, I think they actually think that there's people who use him, Joe Rogan, as their news source or as their decision making process. And I actually don't really think that that's true. I think they listen to it for entertainment. Yes, he he does have he does have experts on, too. And usually the good thing is none of us are doctors. None of us are scientists. None of us are like absolute geniuses. Some people are. But we actually don't really like know who those people are we just kind of blindly trust that this committee that gets put together of doctors and scientists know what they're talking about whereas the other committee that made up of doctors and scientists who say something different they don't know what they're talking about it's all completely arbitrary but what joe rogan does is he'll have an expert on and then he'll just ask what do you mean by that and what does that mean when he's when they say something or oh i didn't know that was true are you sure that's true can we look it up like and that's what that's that's uh, Matt Taibbi uh, kind of said when uh, when he was on there. He his whole thing was like, well, that's kind of what journalism was supposed to be. That's like origin. That's you know the original goal of journalism is to is to take experts and to ask them questions that everyday people need to ask experts. Yeah. And you know we can't just have an expert spout off, uh, you know, at, at the highest level of intelligence because nobody really understands it. And and it it needs to be approachable by the every mm-hmm. every day person yeah but there's a big superiority complex i think with people who don't like joe rogan or or think that it's all misinformation well i almost kind of think that a lot of the people who are very vocal about being anti joe rogan Mm -hmm. i imagine a lot of them haven't actually listened to an episode and i think they kind of have like an imaginary or like false character of who he is in their head i think they kind of like probably see like he must be like a rush limbaugh kind of figure and that he's just preaching you know sitting behind a desk preaching like a bill o'reilly kind of type yeah um when i don't know if that's like i i think that's uh often in, in the groups that are most vocal about being fearful mm-hmm. of a, a speaker or a performer, a comedian, whatever, it tends to be the people who haven't actually listened but have, like, this made-up picture in their mind of what that person must be. And it's kind of, right now, a lot of people, I think, uh, on the left side of things have kind of this caricature of the conservative like you know uh, bullhorn you know overbearing like figure in their mind that's what they think it is and they haven't actually listened yeah but it doesn't help it doesn't help joe rogan that he also he also always has been kind of like i mean he's been on the cover of men's health he he does talk a lot about um like he he's very into motivation he like he speaks he gives motivational speeches he he talks about uh your health all the time and like right. what you should do to be healthy he's very he's a big advocate for exercise and diet and people people take things that he said and and do apply them to their lives to make their lives better and so 
in that in that sense, people do listen to Joe Rogan for information of some sort. But I I would say they look to Joe Rogan for inspiration. And then they make their decisions on their own. It's the same problem I think that Jordan Peterson has. That uh, because he has a book called Twelve Rules for Life, people think that he is this is you know dictator like personality that is telling people how to live their lives, and people are listening, and that's what makes him dangerous. Is people are taking directions from Joe Rogan, yeah. or people are taking directions from Jordan Peterson. I actually don't think that that's true. I don't think people are taking directions from any of these yeah, people. Neither. They're taking inspiration from them, but, but their own decisions are their own decisions. You know, the person who, sure. the person who, uh, 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 who's the serial killer who listened to Helter Skelter and, and Char Charles Manson. Okay, so Charles Manson is. It's not the Beatles song. Isn't go kill people. <laughs> <laughs> he took that and that inspired him to act on his own. Mm -hmm. That doesn't put it at the fault of the Beatles no. for creating a piece no. of art that inspired him to do something. That's it's it's completely on the individual who takes the action. Yeah, I I agree with that yeah. for sure. Um, but I I I I do think it's you, you're absolutely right in that I don't think people are you know, listening and taking everything word for word and mm -hmm. applying it into action. I do think they're making their own decisions for themselves. Um, but I also think people just watch it because they just are genuinely have curiosity. Yeah. Like you're allowed to like explore something without necessarily subscribing to every single, you know, opinion that's been stated. Yep. And absolutely. Like, you can delve into any material just out of curiosity to see what's there. Yeah. And I don't, I don't necessarily think that's, you know, I... Yeah. I don't know what I'm trying to say. I'm getting all tongue-tied. My brain is atrophying because of all the dirty crack pipes <laughs> I've been smoking out <laughs> of. Well, um, <clears throat> cool. Let's, let's keep going with this, um, this video here and see what comes up. There's a different reason that she doesn't want to be on the same platform as Joe Rogan. And this was it. I want to leave a short message here about why I decided to, why I decided to ask my music be pulled off of Spotify. Who gives a shit? Who are you? No one listens to your music. India Ari. I, I mean, maybe I'm, maybe, maybe our first episode of this podcast is getting. The Fugees? Getting... Is that, that's the band? The Fugees? I don't know. It? I don't know. She's is somebody. I, somebody I help us out. I probably got the band name wrong. I probably got the person wrong. I I am so terrible with. If you're watching this in a place where you can comment, can you please let us know who the hell India Ari is and was she in the Fugees? <laughs> Spotify is built on the back of the. I music know Lauren streaming. Hill was. So they take uh, this money that's built from streaming and they pay this guy a hundred million dollars, but they pay us point zero zero three percent of a penny. Just take me off. They paid him a hundred million dollars because he had a product that they wanted. It, but individual artists who are getting hardly anything for streaming could have just said no originally, held out, created their own big platform until they were valuable enough to be bought by Spotify. I don't understand this argument. Like the reason Joe Rogan doesn't just arbitrarily get a hundred million dollars no. for nothing. He got it because what he built has so many people listening to it that Spotify said, hey, the value of that thing is $100 million, and we can have all of the listeners. And well, it worked. They got a bunch of more listeners. Are there other shows on Spotify that are like 
podcast video podcasts mm, like I, that they 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 um did the video they they added the video function to Spotify specifically for Joe Rogan. They had no video functionality beforehand. Now, yes, a couple like like the Always Sunny podcast is doing that now. They have like video episodes and they're on Spotify too. But no, there 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 wasn't anything like that before. They were just starting to get it. Like the podcasts were on Spotify, but for the most part, people who like use their iPhone just get it on the App Store because the you know you you have all the podcasts there on Apple as well. Yeah. Um, and you could just download them for free. Mm-hmm. So. Um, but I mean, some people listen to podcasts on Spotify. It definitely, that was like one of the first big ones, I guess, to come over. But yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't want to generate money that pays this. This is why. Watch this. You know the n- thing. Yeah. Saying the word. I. You've already said. D is just like. Saying. She's calling you a. Like this boy that he's a. But starts calling them. Heard. There should be a word like now. Do we? Do I have to bleep this when we're playing this on the podcast yeah, later? I think you definitely got to bleep it. But the Daily Show didn't bleep it. Now we're watching the Daily Show right now, and the Daily Show's video is on YouTube. The Daily Show doesn't have to bleep. Do we have to bleep this? I think so. Everyone else I've sh- I've seen show this clip has bleeped it. This is the first episode of our podcast, and already we have what seven n words in here. <laughs> And they've all been said by me. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Especially word That's our about He says guy and then our starts saying allowed to use the word out the word word. Jesus, Joe Rogan's gonna get his podcast pulled, and then he's gonna get ours pulled. Well, I just think it's okay if the Daily Show, which I imagine what they're doing is whatever other outlet is doing right now in using this as a uh, evidence that Joe Rogan is a terrible evil human being and should mm-hmm. be boycotted at you know whatever and they truly think that that word is off limits then why would they air this and leave the word unbleeped so that it traumatizes all the people that they claim they care so much about yeah. not hearing this to begin with. Yeah, these were all spaced out occurrences. Let's watch them all back to back. Let's watch the cum shot compilation of the N-word from Joe Rogan. Like, okay, I get if you want to talk about it, fine, but if you really feel like that word is that dangerous and and can really traumatize people in that serious way, mm-hmm. then why would you do that by it. not bleeping it out yourselves? Well, why I, would you play the clip at all, really? But yeah, but then I mean, to make that argument, it's like, uh, you know, why why show how gruesome the Holocaust was? Well, the point is, is to actually show how bad it is, like for, to show people with their own eyes, because you don't want to shield. Uh, the reality of how bad the thing is, right? So if it's truly bad that he says it, then they should actually show it. Well, they would be, but they would be bleeping the the word. And people would still know that that's what's yeah. happening. Like, you can see pictures of the Holocaust, but they're not necessarily showing you, you know, found footage mm-hmm. of, you know, someone in the process of dying. Yeah, yeah. That's right. That's true. All right. Let's keep going. Uh, like, uh, and I'm not. I'm not saying that. 
one, I think it's stupid to bring up this stupid and petty to bring up this video in general. Yeah, I yeah. think it's all out of context. It's spliced together. I, I think it's incredibly disingenuous to to set it up like this at all. Yeah, on on a show. But if 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 I was the Daily Show and I claim that I care about the the safety and the uh, the mental well being of you know the the viewers of my show and this is the thing that i think is the most traumatizing yeah for them to hear wouldn't i go out of my way to protect them by i don't know bleeping it yeah uh, that's all, that's the point i'm trying to make is yeah, it just it I agree. seems I agree. like you don't actually care care you care yeah. about ridiculing this person right and then well well okay let's move on uh, through this video because I might have to cut this whole portion out regardless <laughs> until he's done <laughs> saying the n-word so that we can post this. So. And you couldn't say Whoa! That's a lot of the n-word. And with the hard er as well. Which is never a good thing. If there's ever a video of you saying the n-word that many times you better pray one of two things. Either you're a black person or you're a dead man from history. Yeah, because then the worst thing they can do is take your statue down and move it into a museum. Ha, <gasps> <laughs> ha. Okay, so that's uh, a <laughs> great joke. Um, it's so weird because they don't have any of the audience. Oh, they got rid of the audience. So they moved that, to a smaller studio yeah. because they said, audience? No one's laughing at these jokes anyway. <laughs> Yeah, it just feels very. It's so awkward because yeah. it's like he does the joke and then pauses as if there would be an audience yeah. laughing right there, but there's none. So it's just, ooh, it's got that like extra layer of cringe, cringe. to it. Yeah, absolutely, super yeah. cringe. Yeah, it's not good. Not good. Yeah, not good at all. <laughs> yeah, just very disingenuous. Again, it's just so petty and like. Mm -hmm. Completely, everything was taken out of context for that video, and then to claim because they're making it sound like this was one incident, you know, where he said it this many times consecutively. Probably, it, like they're suggesting that it was malicious. I'm assuming. Well, of course, yeah, they're uh, yeah. Well, they, well, what they're suggesting. Any time a white person uses it, it's malicious, no matter what the context is, and that there is absolutely no context in which a person with white-colored skin should say that word. And you know what? Hey, I'm all for it. Certain rules for certain people with colors of skin. If, if you're this color of skin, you have these rules. If you're this color of skin, then you have these rules. I'm all for that. Okay. That's progress. That's moving forward, right? <laughs> That's I, I hey, let's separate us all. Maybe we should all live in different places too. You're you're actually starting to make s some real sense. Oh here. my I'm god! I just like come on. I'm kidding. Um, no, I I mean I get it. Look, it's 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 there's a history of the word. Um, and I but like. Uh, you know, there's a reason why neither of us are spouting it off on the podcast either, right? It's uh, you know that we're not stupid, um, but in the context of almost all of those clips, is is him talking about the use of the word and 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 the way that our society treats that word? Like all they've gone through and and 
like pulled out the context of all of those clips and for the most part they're you know it's just a conversation about language and that's an important conversation to have maybe it's not his word to use and he said that he said that in his apology it's not my word to use and he also you know i, I you know maybe it would be just as effective to have the conversation and just say the n word instead of saying the word right uh, but i don't I, know i feel like well, one it's it's a debate I don't think there's a definitive answer on it. Uh, two, I, I, uh, I don't know. I kind of feel like my personal belief is that it feels a little juvenile to say that, even in the context of discussing actual like language and the existence of words, we can't invoke it. It just—it's kind of like superstitious boogeyman-ish kind of thing, and I—I I don't know. I feel like if you're discussing language, you may have to actually speak the language. Yes, I. Hey, maybe very—that's very possible. I'm gonna see if I can find this. So, where they? But again, it's a debate, and I don't necessarily—it's a—it's up for debate. I—I. Yeah, that's. I'm just gonna leave it at that. Um, give me one second here. Let's see if I can find this. Because speaking of like pulling the context out of Joe Rogan here, um, and just showing the clip of him just using the N word over and over again, um, there is a clip of Howard Stern, and <laughs> well, I don't, I don't know necessarily want to throw Howard Stern under the bus either. That's fair, but I, I'm just th- like here's the thing. Here's the thing. And we, we don't have to watch this, but I recommend people look it up. I, I personally, I can't find it. Um, but um, it's, been, it's been scrubbed. Yeah, it might have been <laughs> scrubbed. But here's the thing. You have the Joe Rogan situation where all the context has been pulled. And for the most part, the context is talking about language and how we use language. Then you have this Howard Stern clip where the context is 100% using the word in a derogatory way. It is 100% being racist for racist sake. When you watch it, it's pretty freaking cringy. And it's not funny. Now, should he... I don't think he should be taken off air for that. It was a different time. He thought it was funny. I think anybody should be allowed to try something and fail. And he failed. And it was stupid. But it's disingenuous to allow that to continue... And, and and never point that out when it's actually somebody using the word maliciously and then take somebody who's not using the word maliciously and pinpoint every time they used it and create a compilation video. And it just goes to show that none of this is actually about him using the N-word. And I think Trevor Noah kind of said it pretty clearly here. He said, Joe Rogan got in trouble because of the vaccine misinformation and every and then he apologized and we were all fine with that which is bullshit they were not all fine with that when he apologized for that every news organization on the left still continued to condemn him and a lot of people did say well you know i appreciate what he said and i appreciated his apology video 
that's why they went after him for using the n-word it's not it's not the other way around it's not that everybody felt okay with him saying you know saying anything about the vaccine and then out of nowhere this video pops up no it's the establishment saying we think you should hate this person he apologizes and we all go you know what i don't actually hate the guy and they go no we said hate him and here's another video as to why you should hate him yeah it's that's all it is. Yeah, it's right. an establishment saying we we tell you who you should cancel For and sure. you didn't do what we said. And so here's something else. Yeah. Do what we say. For sure. Yeah, I agree with that. I I definitely uh, I think a, a lot of times whenever the news starts bringing out the and here's this clip of somebody doing something that could be perceived as racist. It's mm-hmm. because they're at you know, run out of tactics to... Well, it's because... It's like the... It's because in the 90s and 80s and 90s, everyone did racist stuff. Like, that Well, that was... wasn't the 80s and 90s. I know, I know, but n- I know. But n- not that it matters. I know. I... It's just, it's just... I'm not for censoring anything or anyone. I know. I b- believe that... It's just everyone, everyone has that kind of shit from the 80s and 90s. And that's why it's easy. It's an easy thing to grab and use yeah. against someone. Right. It's right. easy. It's we want this person to, to we want to get rid of this person. Well, let's start looking through their past. That's it. Because everyone made mistakes in the past. Yeah. Anyway, because because the what was allowed in the past, what was acceptable in the past was different as well. So I don't know. Well, it's one of those things where people like to judge the past by today's standards. Yeah. You just can't you can't do that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Also, I think I mean, sometimes today's standards are not everyone actually agrees on what the standards are. Well, standards in general, I think just. To suggest that a standard exists, mm-hmm. I don't know. It's debatable. Again. Yeah. Well, here's a standard. All students who identify as furries should have a litter box that they can pee-pee and poo-poo in at school. And crack pipes that are government-funded and clean. Exactly. And any school mm-hmm. that in the past, in the 1800s, if you were a school and you weren't providing your students litter boxes and clean crack pipes, canceled, then you're you're Hitler. You're Hitler. You're literally literally Hitler. Hitler. Here's a fun fact for you, and this is true. And this is not misinformation. This is true. Hitler did not allow any Jews in the Holocaust to use litter boxes. Nor did he give them c- clean crack pipes. Both of those statements are true. True. 100% true. Is your mind blown yet? And as bad as it was seeing a supercut of Joe Rogan dropping the N-word like he bought it in bulk at Costco, an even worse part of the video, I know, yeah, an even worse part of the video is when Joe Rogan, again on his podcast, told a story about going to a movie in a black neighborhood. And this is what he said. So I go, you gotta go to uh, one where there's Planet of the Apes, man. We're gonna go see Planet of the Apes. So I look on the iPhone app and it says, okay, take me to this one. And the guy goes, okay. I go, is that in a good neighborhood? He's like, oh yeah, 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 yeah. Guy barely speaks English. He takes us there, we get out and we're giggling. Oh, we're gonna go see Planet of the Apes. We walk into Planet of the Apes. (laughs) 
We walked into Africa, dude. We, we, we walked in the door, and there was no white people. There was no white people. Wow. What is wow? What, what is wow? The, it, wow. That's funnier than my show. <laughs> wow. Wow. Trevor Noah goes, wow, a joke. I haven't heard a joke ever since I started working for this show. Wow. So that's what a joke sounds like. Huh. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's no, comedy. Okay. Wow. I mean, it, 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 yes, it's an insensitive joke, but it's, is it a joke? It's clearly a joke. Clearly. Yeah. I say it's a joke and I assume that there, I assume that people of all colors and creeds probably chuckled at it because everybody's taste is different. Just because one, I wait to be clear. I'm very offended by the clip because I, I I'm deeply offended by the clip because it has Brian Redband. Okay, <laughs> any clip with Brian Redband, I'm <laughs> deeply offended. Well, that goes, why that goes without saying. <laughs> yeah, why is Redband in here? I wasn't even going to invoke his name because honestly, <laughs> that's the truly most traumatizing. If thing you, you can, can do if you can person. find me a podcaster with a compilation video of <laughs> saying Brian Redband's name over and over again, I'll show you someone who deserves to be fucking canceled. <laughs> No, we shouldn't be trashing Red Man. Uh, why not? <laughs> I don't know the guy personally. I don't know him personally either. <laughs> I just know him publicly. And everything that he's put out publicly uh, as himself is offensive. <laughs> it's deeply offensive to my eyes, to my ears, and to my, and to my dick. Every time Brian Redband shows up, I poop my dick out of my butt. Should we get you a litter box for that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, that video is so bad it actually made me no, miss no, the no, end no, of the video. No, 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 pause it. What I was saying is I think everybody's taste mm-hmm. is different across any group identity that you have. Everybody's taste is going to differ within that group. Mm-hmm. And uh, therefore, again, I think if they are genuinely trying to produce mirth and make somebody laugh and they weren't trying to be malicious... Mm-hmm. Just because it didn't work for you doesn't mean that there's somebody else that that didn't. That, what what am I saying? Explain what I'm saying. <laughs> I'm having a real <laughs> hard try- time tonight. Yes. When my brain gets tired, I get crazy tongue tied and cannot think straight, and my words what you're just trying get to say, all jumbled up. What you're trying to say is when someone's trying to be funny, just because you don't find it funny doesn't mean somebody else doesn't find it funny. Yes, that's exactly what I was trying to say, but could not get out of my mouth hole. And it also doesn't make it hateful for somebody to find it funny. Yes. As a matter of fact, some might say that the whole point of humor is to take the things that are different about us and laugh about them so that we all get along a little bit more. But uh, no, jokes should be dividing us. <laughs> I, I just I really vehemently disagree on just any kind of censorship at all. I just yeah. I don't I just don't like it. And I feel like particularly when it comes to comedians they they really get the the when the censorship hammer comes down they get the full force of it before anybody else yeah absolutely that is true and it's because i think they know that comedy can be a powerful tool for 
healing mm-hmm. and coping with things that are uncomfortable and for bringing people together to laugh at our flaws yeah. and our, you know, the absurd things about us and our groups that we're in and how at the end of the day, we're all just a bunch of stupids running around being stupid. We're all just a bunch of stupids smoking out of dirty crack pipes and, and pooping in pooping litter boxes. In litter boxes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think we should probably wrap there because we've done we've done a lot of time yeah, here. Yeah, and I really just don't want to give any more time to the Trevor daily, Noah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, specifically to the Daily Show. Yeah, no, I I I absolutely agree. At least on this particular subject. How should we end these podcasts? Should we should we say what we learned? Yeah. 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 I mean, we don't have to. You start. <laughs> me start oh okay yeah. what did i learn i did learn that um oh something about furries uh there's something about furries we learned on that wikipedia page that i thought was really interesting and now i've forgotten it um ah, man uh do you remember furries Dude, that Wikipedia page had so <laughs> many <laughs> categories no. and subcategories. Oh, and oh, yes, 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 yes. I learned that the furry fandom is one of the few fandoms that is not predominantly heterosexual. I mean, I didn't learn that. I already knew that. Uh, but I, I learned I, I learned, learned that, that it's the truth. You learned that people needed to know that. <laughs> that there were people who didn't know that. I learned that there were people that didn't already know that uh, being a furry <laughs> might be a little gay. Um, all right, what about you? What did you learn? I learned that there's a woman who is currently on a on a deep dive investigation into a box of turds, and I am excited to see what she uncovers. I found the box of turds. After long searches, <laughs> I have found the turds <laughs> I was looking for. I can't. Re- I can't wait to read it. Oh my god, it's gonna be great. <laughs> well, thank you for watching. This has been uh, Working Crafts Podcast yeah. with Josh and Lauren. Hell yeah! Uh, please subscribe um, to uh, whatever you're watching this on. Uh, so that you get more uh, episodes. Yeah, come in back the future. for the next one. We're just. This is what we're gonna do. We're just gonna sit and talk and joke. Yeah. And b- there are probably gonna be lots of turd jokes, and that's just us. Episode one, the N word. <laughs> episode <laughs> two. <laughs> Let's see what episode two is about. All it's, right. It's the N word part two. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> All right. Thank you. Bye.